It's Thursday, February 25, 2021. I'm committed to working cooperatively with all stakeholders and all of Congress to strike the right balance going forward. Historic Interior Department nominee pledges balance amid GOP attacks. New Postal Service trucks won't be all electric. Texas deregulation cost electricity customers $28 billion, plus... Data show the pollutants include tens of thousands of pounds of benzene, carbon monoxide, hydrogen sulfide, and sulfur dioxide. Refineries legally released tons of toxic pollution during Texas power crisis. Someone should make a law about that. All of those stories and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Did Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez 10 years ago at the tender age of 21 parachute into the state of Texas to put up windmills under cover of night? Probably. Or she and Al Gore driving through the Permian Basin, secretly unplugging all the rigs. How stupid does Tucker think his audience is? How much time you got, Chris Hayes? This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, I hate to say it, but more trouble in Texas. Oh, indeed there is. First, another bomb train explosion, this time in Cameron, Texas, near Austin. The good news is that no one was injured. An 18-wheeler hit a train carrying gasoline, coal, and petroleum products on Tuesday, triggering a huge explosion and fire that officials say will take days to put out. Also in Texas, more fallout from the Texas power crisis and water crisis, as six members of ERCOT, the Texas electric grid operator, resigned this week over the catastrophic, deadly failure of the state's unregulated power system in a winter storm that left millions without heat or electricity. Sure, fire the board members who were following Texas law. Exactly. Critics say that state Republican lawmakers are responsible. They knew what kind of system they had and they embraced it until it failed. You gotta blame someone other than yourself if you're a Republican. Plus, a Wall Street Journal analysis has found that thanks to deregulation and privatization of the state's electricity market, Texans have actually paid $28 billion more for their electricity since 2004 than they would have otherwise under a traditional regulated utility structure. Free market, baby. Free market for suckers. And adding insult to injury, the Texas crisis also led to more air pollution. Refineries and petrochemical plants scrambled to shut production during the sub-freezing weather, forcing them to flare or burn off gases to prevent damage to the units. According to state data, the five largest oil refineries in the U.S. legally released toxic benzene, carbon monoxide, hydrogen sulfide, and sulfur dioxide into the air, generating clouds of pollution across the East Texas region. Environmental groups say the pollution releases could have been prevented if the plants had been winterized. Hey, it wouldn't be Texas if they weren't allowed to pollute. President Joe Biden's nominee for Interior Secretary, Democratic Representative Deb Holland of New Mexico, appears to be headed to confirmation as the first ever Native American cabinet secretary in U.S. history. In Senate confirmation hearings this week, fossil fuel funded Republicans labeled Holland a radical over her pledges to protect tribal communities and public lands and over her opposition to controversial pipelines on native lands. They even lectured Holland about the importance of science in decision making (laughs) after spending the last four years backing the Trump administration's war on science and data. 
Holland said that fossil energy plays a major role in America and repeatedly emphasized that if confirmed, she will work to bridge party lines to find balance with Biden's climate agenda. As part of this balance, the department has a role in harnessing the clean energy potential of our public lands and to create jobs and a new economic opportunities. The president's agenda demonstrates that America's public lands can and should be engines for clean energy production. Also in the nation's capital, the Biden Department of Energy is moving ahead with a sweeping review of Trump administration energy rules, including a review of several of the Trump administration's most controversial moves in preparation for a possible reversal of policies that weakened energy and water efficiency regulations for light bulbs, showerheads, dishwashers, and more. God, that was a dumb administration. Finally, the U.S. Postal Service has unveiled a futuristic design for new postal trucks. But U.S. Postmaster General Louis DeJoy told lawmakers this week that the service would only commit to making 10 percent of more than 100,000 new postal trucks all electric, citing the cost. All electric delivery trucks would save the Postal Service more than $100 million a year in gasoline costs alone. DeJoy's move seems to defy President Biden's pledge to replace the U.S. government's fleet with all electric vehicles. What about his pledge to replace Louis DeJoy? Hope that's coming soon. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Happy birthday. Thank you. This has been your Green News Report. (laughs) 